Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Germany coming in from the right. Great Britain coming in from the left. The New Zealanders are behind Germany. Can Great Britain get Germany on the line? It's going to be close. It's for the medal. Germany coming in on starboard. Great Britain look for the shoot on the line. It'll be a photo finish. Down come the bows. And it looks like who's it going to be? Great Britain just get there. Well, sometimes he can be pretty reserved. Uh, Pete Lister, I'll tell you, he was just right over the moon yesterday and so tense uh, about what's happening in that race because he knew all the scenarios. Uh, about the Berling Chuk uh, finish and where they had to be, and that he, he could picture them in his mind, and they changed uh, so often uh, throughout the race. To talk to us about that and that race, and of course uh, the overall sailing program, I'm going to chuck some America's Cup in there as well, just for the heck of it, because we don't get this kind of gold uh, on on this uh, station very often. Eleven America's Cups, nine Olympic Games, eleven round the world races, every one of them actually. Commentator of the year, broadcaster of the year, uh, MBE. Peter Montgomery, thank you so much for giving us your time this morning. Greetings. Good morning. Uh, look, can we be disappointed? Uh, Peter, you've been to a lot of Olympics. Do we have the right to be slightly yep. disappointed? Uh, Do we expect uh, too much uh, from yeah, our sailors? Uh, yeah, 10 Olympics. Well, I remember, uh, you know, uh, being, say, back in Athens when we won none, and we, we could have and should have. I, I, I think um, where, where it's got to is that New Zealand has done well and the expectation of one gold, one silver and one bronze before the regatta started uh, was not unrealistic. Um, and a lot of we made um, uh, about the medal races, about what Josh Jr. did or didn't do and Burling and Duke, uh, and whether going out to the left was the right thing compared to what the others did. But then you can go back in all the, the previous races to qualify for the medal race, and I'm sure Burling and Chute can think of a, a couple of uh, things that they would do differently. Uh, so that, therefore, instead of going in leading, what was it, by four points, they could have had a lead of six or eight points and just had that, that extra cushion. But certainly winning a silver is very good. And then you've got to take in the, the other fact, how uh, specialised now uh, Olympic sailing has become, that basically all around the world, notably out of Europe, they do it full time. And yet Burling and Chuk have been sailing in the America's Cup this year and the Sail GP. And probably in the end, uh, they just didn't have enough time in the boat uh, and, and to get up it in spite of what, what they've done all. And so like driving a, a car or riding a bike, it comes back quickly. But the subtleties, particularly in that lighter air yesterday, if it had been 
15 knots or so on and bleed Chuk out on the wire, then it would be a bit more straightforward. Uh, Peter, in terms of the conditions, uh, from from my point of view, watching on television at home, it looked like most regattas. You know, there were there were lay days, there were days where they couldn't sail because uh, of a lack of breeze, etc. Were the conditions pretty typical for you, or was the course very tight? Uh, no, I, I, the conditions are what we expect uh, uh, in in the Shima in, in Japan because uh, that's where New Zealand. Uh, won its second Olympic gold medal, Helmut Peterson and Earl Wells in 1964. And subsequently, there have been many regattas uh, there, and the New Zealanders were aware of them. They'd spent time there, even 12 months out, 24 months out. Those expecting to get to the Olympics had spent time. So that, that wouldn't come as a surprise, no. Or the conditions okay, that we right. had would not have come as a surprise. <clears throat> okay, Um Look at our overall performance. Uh, there was uh, some very young people we sent away this time, um, you know, and the various combinations. Uh, did we get it right in that regard? I mean, they have seriously a lot of regattas to, to break them down to get to, the, to picking the team, don't they? Uh, yeah, they do, yeah. Well, w- way back when, whenever it was in the 80s, 90s, it was a winner-take-all uh, Olympic-style regatta here based on the idea of trying to replicate uh, the winner-take-all regatta at the Olympics where you try and put the pressure, but you'll only uh, get the pressure that happens at the Olympics at the Olympics, which comes to another point that we can chat about. New Zealand qualified in 10 classes and they only sent seven. And uh, I'm well aware without going to the distant past, but there are people that may have gone to a regatta and had a modest result, but they learned so much and they did very well and even got a medal the following regatta. So um, I, I, I think, uh, the, you know, Yachting New Zealand can review. Uh, the, the, they'll justify it, that, that why they didn't send people. But, the, you know, that, that's another matter. I certainly expected um, th- that we would do a lot, lot better um, in the... Um, 49er FX with Alex Maloney and Molly Meat, silver medalists from Rio. Uh, they were 12th overall. They did not sail in the medal race. That was a shock to me. I was expecting them to get at least a medal. And that comes back to what happened in some of the other classes, just a slow start. And uh, they didn't do so well. Um, they were over the line. They capsized. And when that happens, it's very hard to come back. And Josh Jr., it was commendable that he had got fifth. Uh, and, but, but at one stage in the medal race yesterday, he was third uh, in line for a bronze. And a pity he didn't get that. But say in the first race, he got a 12th, which he dropped um, as his worst performance. Then he got a 10th. Then he finally got it into the groove. Um, so uh, the message here is, you know, you've got to start well and... and uh, Otherwise, you're playing catch-up, and that's what happened. Um, we'll see this afternoon with Paul Snow Hansen and Dan Wilcox. Um, they're currently fifth overall. And uh, the points difference, depending on what we saw yesterday with the topsy-turvy up and down, and someone had a medal at the end of one leg, and then they were nowhere the next. Uh, I mean, they, they could be in with a chance of a medal. Um, but, uh, um, well, the short answer to your question, I expected gold, New Zealand to get gold, silver and bronze, at least three medals, and they won't. No, they won't. Uh, talking to Pete Montgomery here, uh, it's 9.13 on uh, SENZ.
Uh, Peter Burling with his silver yesterday, uh, PJ. He became our most successful sailor ahead of uh, Barbara Kendall. Of course, he's now got a gold and two silvers. Um, she's gold, silver and bronze, Barbara Kendall. Uh, his combination with Blair Chook is, is undoubted, but Burling himself, what, what has uh, been his attributes that you've noticed? Oh, his attention to detail. He uh, what completed three years of an engineering degree. He's got a very inquiring mind from way back, and he learns. I uh, remember he, he he was at Beijing 2008. Uh, he, he, even when he was at uh, uh, Tauranga uh, uh, Boys, uh, still. I mean, he, he is a real talent and very thorough. And and he, uh, at one stage, I know when he was sailing uh, one boat, the Harkin people, who have uh, the best winches that all the top dinghy sailors, well, keelboat sailors use, or mini sailors use as well. And he would take it apart, not that he was critical of uh, the manufacturer of the Harkin winch, but just to work, learn how to work. I mean, he's got such an inquiring mind and very, very much attention to detail. But um, one of the sad things that uh, Burling and Chute, by not winning gold yesterday, they were on the cusp. If they'd won gold, they would have pulled off something that has never been achieved, and that is to win the America's Cup and Olympic gold medal in the same year. There are 11 sailors uh, who have won Olympic sailing gold uh, and also won the America's Cup, but never in the same year. And if that had been pulled off, it would be a feat that would have never been, you know, would never be, because to get everything synced up, that is the America's Cup and the Olympics, and then you've got to be able to win both. Uh, I mean, well, it's never been done, and it's a shame that didn't happen. But they're a brilliant combination, and they... um Peter Burling has tended to come out of a shell a bit over the last few years. He was very shy way back when, in, in you know, 08 or even to 2012. But uh, as he's gotten a bit older, he's got uh, a, a little bit more confident and ha- happier to chat. And Blair Chuk has always been outgoing, and uh, they complement each other very well. But they have not had a lot of time. I mean, the first third of the year, uh, they're involved in the America's Cup, and now they're heavily involved in Sail GP, sailing in a regatta, standing aside for the, the last couple. But it is very difficult to dance and play in the orchestra at the same time, Ian. Uh, Pete Montgomery, uh, can I just uh, revert back to um, a subject you brought up there, actually, uh, and it's a wonderful achievement, as you say, the America's Cup. In your view, where are we at with the America's Cup in terms of uh, possible, possible venue, uh, possible date even? Uh, well, we'll hear in, uh, is it September, where it's going to go. I won't be surprised where it moves on. And uh, the recent reports to me uh, really uh, simply looked as they were written uh, to suit political masters, particularly the MB report. Um, I, I know for certain that before Christmas, uh, uh, well, before we start saying that, I mean, when you put uh, the Auckland three waters, noticeably the storm water, and huge costs uh, in and around the waterfront that Auckland will have forever, I mean, that was nothing to do with uh, the how, how they front-loaded so many costs, either government and or Auckland Council. They just treat people as fools. And and uh, it, it was just a joke to me, the, uh, the, the reports that were so stacked in favour of either um, Auckland Council and or MB. 
And uh, what, what they didn't say, I know for certain that, um, uh, that there were many requests to MB, um, could we bring super yachts in? On The answer was no, 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 just a flat no, and we'll be a hermit nation. Now, number one, these uh, super yachts were sailing from uh, the West Coast or wherever, Tahiti. They'd be at least 14 days at sea, and they, were, they had um, their COVID checks before they set sail, at least 14 days. But they were all happy to go in and clear customs at Opua in the Bay of Islands and then go to um, a, 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 an anchorage, a shelter a, 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 somewhere. And they were told by MB, no, we won't allow that. We'd be very concerned there could be a fisherman out at four in the morning, zero four hundred in the morning, and he's throwing a can of beer by someone on the super yacht. So that's the kind of thinking. And then they write reports to justify themselves, to make them feel good. Well, we've seen in many other issues, including the COVID thing, that there's a lot of holes in the bucket at MB. And, uh, but you wouldn't know that uh, reading the report. So uh, a lot of that, I, I know that um, uh, when Phil Twyford was there, it was lights on no one home. And when Stuart Nash became uh, the uh, um, Minister of the Americas Cup, he got it. And soon after, there was the apology. But since then, there has been... Um, real resentment by certain people in MB. And uh, there's a word the Brits use a lot, jobs worth, meaning you're at level two, three or four in the organisation and use your authority to roadblock or whatever. And there's been a lot of people in MB doing that. And they're doing their best. To, uh, they've done their best to force Team New Zealand out of the country. Pete Montgomery, thank you so much uh, for your insight on uh, not just our... Uh, Olympic campaign this time around uh, and also the America's Cup and the politics behind it uh, and I'm sure um, we could have asked you many, many more questions but uh, we've got to move on uh, and uh, thank you again for your time and some really juicy stuff uh, there from Pete Montgomery. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.